Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Impressive. Uh, thank you, Alliance. I am, it's rejuvenated. By the rain last night, and I just got an email from a guy who said, we got hammered. Hey, I hate saying it. We got hammered at Spook Hill last night. All right. Okay. <laughs> Evidently, it rained really hard on Spook Hill. God, we got to change the name of that. Or not. No. I know Brett says that. <laughs> uh, talking about uh, poor Doug Hopkins, TV's Doug Hopkins, being a Jet fan. Uh, the guy says, yeah, John. He said, franchise going to franchise. On the NBA side of what you're talking about, on the Phoenix Suns, and it pains me to say it, Suns going to Suns. Uh, you know what? That's all they've done with this magical team. Sons gonna sons. So always close, not able to finish. I think a franchise can't escape the turmoil until changes come from the top. Sons now have real hope. Matt Ishby has stepped up, and the franchise can now have a new outlook. That is the only way that a cruddy franchise can turn it around, is brand new ownership. Period. New owners come in and make something that sucked for years brand new. Ishbia is the Suns' hope because, man, you're right. They're 53 years old, 52 years old. Suns going to Suns. They've never done a thing with it. He's a fresh coat of paint. They are fun. But even you think back getting Charles Barkley and having all that. Colangelo was a good owner, and he turned uh, that team into like a perennial superpower for about 14 years. Then they fell off a little, came back a little at the end of his run. But Jerry Colangelo ran a very successful team. I think the Suns were, I think at one point they had more wins than anybody in a decade. It was the 90s. It was like 88 to 98. They were the winningest franchise. They didn't have a down year till that 97, 98 year. Suns going to Suns. And Ishby is the only hope there. This guy said, man, watching hard knocks. You're absolutely right. He goes, remember the old VHS team half-hour yearbook videos? As John Facenda would voice them? Oh, of course we remember those. Those are the best things in the world. They have the... On the frozen tundra of Green Bay. Remember the old yearbook videos? John Facenda, he said, he made my 1-3 and Buccaneers look like they were Super Bowl bound after the 1-13 and season. I remember when I did work for the Cardinals... 
<laughs> God, it was a tough time. It was like 2002, and I was doing pregame show. And uh, before the season, we had a big meeting. Super excited about this upcoming year. And also, the day before, the NFL Films had released the team yearbooks. Every team gets one. And I think the Cardinals had five wins the year before, maybe, something like that. We watched that thing like they won a champ. At the end, people are clapping. I'm like, this is a five-win team. This video looks great because the, the losing streak in the middle of the year, and then through injury and some hard times, the Cardinals fell three weeks in a row. No footage of it. Nothing. Just John Facenda saying, by the way, this team lost a f- ton of games. And then at the end, but the hope in the desert rises with a new blah, blah, blah. And it was like, ah, the team yearbook made me feel like this 5-11 and 11 team was gangbusters. They do that. It's a sell job for the fans. That's all hard knocks it. That goes way back, that kind of oh, sell. It's amazing. All the way back to the Bible. Skip 12 to 15 <laughs> years right. of Christ's life. Right. And you'd say, unbelievable. John Facenda should have voiced that. A little Jew born in a manger. <laughs> Skip forward 28 years. Like, what happened in the middle of it? Nobody cares. The championship. Several losses as the franchise hit dark times. Locusts. Plagues. The Jew boy rose. Hung out with a prostitute. Sound familiar? <laughs> Never paid her. Just hung out with her. Fed 5,000. You wonder why Jews have the reputation? The king of them never paid his hooker friend for sex. Never once dipped into the shillings. The Bible. Yeah, you're right, Brady. If Facenda did it, you'd be like, hey, this is a lot rosier than that. What happened to Herod killing all those kids? We don't talk about Herod killing the kids. We just talk about the good stuff. And mainly how the Jew hung out with a hooker and never paid her. <laughs> Maybe he offered a few times, but not a high enough price. It's the <laughs> <laughs> or their one win for the season. <laughs> That's when Mary Magdalene texted the Jew and said, "Good luck with that, Jew. I cost a little bit more." He's been gone for a couple of days. On the third day, he reaches out to her. <laughs> After two days of counting his cash, he returned after day three. Bills were due. Buffalo Bills. Anyway. Yeah, you can make anything sound great and skip over the bad parts. The World Trade Center Monuments of New York City. (laughs) From NFL (laughs) Films. What happened to the end of it? Where are they? And now One World Trade stands. Where did they go? An incident in 2001 rendered the buildings useless. One big loss. (laughs) Then the franchise took a new turn. One World Trade. Well, they just updated it, I see. They never talk about the horrible atrocities. Visit Hiroshima. What? A burgeoning city in the rising sun. Welcome to Chernobyl. (laughs) Chernobyl. A forest of green like no other on the planet. Slight meltdown mid-season, but rallied back. (laughs) The 80s tourism fell for unexplained reasons, but Chernobyl is back. 
the beautiful Ukraine forests of Chernobyl. Yeah. You can make anything rosy. And that's what Hard Knocks is doing. And Jets fans are getting their pickles tickled. And poor Doug Hopkins is buying it. Doug's got a great room at his house with, I think he's got, I don't know if he's got all of them, but he's got the New York Sack Exchange jerseys. He's he's got a Marty Lyons, if I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he's got Salam. I don't know if, he might have a Klecko. I don't know. Gastineau, I don't know. I think he might have a Klecko. But the New York Sack Exchange, that's, to me, for sports nicknames, there's never been a better one. I, I love the Legion of Boom. I love the Steel Curtain. Uh, New York Sack Exchange was awesome. But guess what they did with the New York Sack Exchange? Absolutely f- nothing. They made the playoffs a couple times, then Jets going to Jet. Put some numbers up. Oh, yeah, they, they, they statted you to death, and they were a tough defense. But they had Richard Todd at quarterback. Jets going to Jet. The New York Sack Exchange. Yeah, Facenda could make anything great. Tonight on NFL Films, we look at the career of Jussie Smollett, a wild success on a show called Empire. It's just not it. Yeah, they say, don't forget to include my Vikings and all your Jets ranting. Very true. Very true. It's a thing. Uh, And this, I got got to love this. I saw, oh, by the way, six more people have come forward for Lizzo. She's up to like 14. So basically what it comes down to is maybe Lizzo did, maybe Lizzo didn't. But much like the farting guy who got fired, everybody hated working with Lizzo. And a couple people came out and said, that's enough. her. And then the rest of them are like, yep. Like nobody's standing up for her. So they're basically all saying she's mean. She does horrible things. She takes advantage of her power. And we all hated her. And now the cat's out of the bag. And Lizzo sold us a product of like body positive, super friendly, Kind, crying when I just feel like getting bullied. It's the worst thing in the world. I just hate it. Crying her eyes out on interviews about how she just wished the world was a nicer place. And now it turns out she's the biggest <laughs> on the planet. It's ridiculous. We had to work out every day. Hey, look, when you hire a group of out of shape people and make them dance constantly, they're going to they're going to revolt. It's going to be slow and ugly, but it's going to be a revolt. Definitely ugly. Certainly ugly. And speaking of Jesus and the Jews. I meant to talk about this yesterday. Bradley Cooper, acting's over. Acting's officially absolutely 100% over. If you don't look exactly like the person you're portraying, I mean, they're trying to get Sandra Bullock's Oscar back for being uh, that Tui lady for the blind side because now she's that's just it. She, she's involved, and nobody understands that acting is pretending. It's she not was told real. to play this part. Right. She was given money and a script. She read it. She did a nice job. I don't like Sandra Bullock. She got the Oscar. I don't even think she deserved it for that cruddy movie. And you are semi-defending her, and you don't I even know. like her. I can't <laughs> stand her. She rubs me. She's like a cheese grater on a bone. I, I don't like her. I don't know why. I still There's no reasonable purpose for me hating her. I just do. She just does that. It's in the Holmberg genes. My dad's was Stockard Channing, and mine is Sandra Bullock, and I don't get it. It's, just, it's irrational, but it's real. Was it one particular movie? Or no, just it's in, just her just face. It's just okay. her. I just want to put my fist through her face. I don't know why. The second I saw her, I'm like, I hate that one. Like my dad had the same thing for Stockard Channing. What, you watch Grease too many times? No, or what? It, it just happens. Trust me, if you have it, it just happens. He's got a thing where he sees that person, and it's recognizing your mortal enemy. Sandra Bullock and I are born on the same day too. There's some tie to this. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but the minute I saw her, the minute I hated her, hated her. 
And it's irrational. She could be a wonderful person. I just have a thing. But I'm defending her in this one. Bradley Cooper is playing Leonard Bernstein, composer, a legend in the world of music and entertainment. West Side Story. Right. I mean, just amazing. And they're making a, a, a biopic about Leonard Bernstein. They've hired a great actor named Bradley Cooper. We all know him. He's an amazing actor. He's been in a lot of things. Academy Awards, uh, you know, best movie of the year kind of stuff. Uh, and there he is. And Leonard Bernstein is a Jewish man. Bradley Cooper is not. They, they did pictures of Bradley Cooper. And they added a prosthetic nose. To make him look more like Leonard. Now, Brett, stop it. They, Jew they, him up. They, they, but no, they didn't Jew him up. See, this is the problem. There's the accusation. But they're calling it Jew face, which I thought you wrote this article. Bradley Cooper ripped for fake nose and Leonard Bernstein biopic, Jew face. Now, if you read this, it looks like the name of the movie is Jew face. Yeah. Because it says, Cooper ripped for fake nose and Netflix Leonard Bernstein biopic, colon, Jew face. Now, Jew face... Is not a thing. It is now. No, I know now it is. If you're an actor portraying a Jewish person, and you look, if I got Larry McFeely or Bradley Cooper to act, I'm taking Cooper to play the Jew over the Jew. Oh, yeah. He's a great actor. He can play a Jew. No one's going to notice. I don't think uh, if you're, yeah, you're making it to look like the guy. I don't the think Liam Neeson was he. Was Did he look like uh, Schindler? Was Schindler Jewish? I don't even know. He's German. I don't, I don't even know how it worked. But I don't. I don't think he's either. Yeah, I know that every movie about uh, the Bible, everybody's speaking English. And uh, Hunt for Red October, Sean Connery was a Russian submarine captain with a Scottish accent. We just bought it. We didn't care. Bradley Cooper puts on a nose to look more like the guy he's playing. And by the way, he looks just like him. It's a great makeup job. They're saying that they can't release the movie because of Jew face. And that's him. That's Oscar Schindler. Looks nothing like Liam oh, wow. Neeson. I can do it, but don't give me Jew face. Your Jew face is about to be taken. Jew face. Jew face is now a thing we got to deal with. Acting instead um, to Gary Oldman. Playing uh, the tiptoes is a different story. That's no, offensive no, in every but that direction. One, but uh, didn't wasn't he a Churchill? Yeah, I mean, but he's British for nose and face right. to but make the person look like you're not dealing without with going a different. But that's color not a problem because he's British. Yeah, he's playing a British guy. It makes sense. But that's that's the problem. They're saying why didn't you just hire somebody with the Jew face already? But isn't that hiring based on face? Isn't that the opposite of what you're trying to do? They're trying to get the best person for the job, and then we'll add a nose. Or we got to get a guy with a Jew nose to start so we don't get accused of Jew face, which is, by the way, Jew facing. <laughs> if you're looking for a Jew face, you're Jew facing. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that?
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I could play it. I could play Leonard Bernstein. I, I, I've got... I'm, I'm, I'm blessed with Jew face now. I've got a big nose. If yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we'll get on you. And you All be- I gotta do is plop it on there. Now, am I a better actor than Bradley Cooper? <laughs> no. If it was a silent film? Gold. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if I just went... And they put a, you know lines on the screen, like, that guy's pretty good Jewing. So in order to be... You know, I get it. Bradley Cooper can't play Jackie Robinson. That makes sense. But he's a great actor. All it is is a nose difference. And and again, Jackie Robinson's story is about race. Leonard Bernstein's is not. Maybe there's a little moment in there where it's like, I don't like this Jude. Maybe. But he can handle it. He's not going to be offensive. He's not wandering around pointing to his nose going, look at me. It's ridiculous. Acting is about pretending to be someone you're not. And the bigger distance you have from the person you're playing, the better the acting. The, the least, like the person you're least like when you play that person and you do a good job, that's an incredible job of acting. Bradley Cooper not being Jewish, playing a Jewish guy and doing it well is Academy Awards. That used to be Academy Awards stuff. Sean Penn. Played a gay guy, won an Oscar. He's not gay, and now you can't do that anymore. But could you have gotten a better representation of Harvey Milk from any other actor? The dude was sunk in. He was him. It's an amazing portrayal of how gay Harvey Milk was. Hard to watch because you don't see Sean Penn anymore. You just see this this politician in San Francisco struggling and then getting murdered. I thought he did a beautiful job of representing people he's not in order to further those people. But no, you gotta have a you have to have a gay play that. That's awful that they did. No, that's not acting. Michael but, Douglas, Liberace. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do with that one. I don't think there's anybody gay enough to play that. Like you'd have to have the gayest actor ever. Also, it's you know, you pick Bradley Cooper or opposed to a no name. What what's gonna bring you know it's about Bradley Cooper sells it's about tickets. income. He sells tickets. It's a big picture, it's a big movie about a guy you're trying to honor. You don't want somebody who's not as good as Bradley Cooper. And if Bradley Cooper wants to do that and you're a studio executive, you're sitting there going, We got Bradley Cooper wanting to play Leonard Bernstein. Get the nose. Well, yeah, it's it's Larry McFeely or Bradley Cooper. Right. Who's gonna bring people to the movie theater? Larry is it? Yeah. And by the way, they'd have to add nose to Larry. That's true. <laughs> it's it, it, and is that Jew facing? If you do it to someone, no, who's that's Jewish? okay because he's Jewish. Jewish. But you can but add the, you can yeah, add the stereotype point. You can add the big nose just because Leonard Bernstein had a big nose. But now what you've done is create an avenue for people like Brett to make Jew face part of their day to day routine, and that's hilarious and wrong. Jewface. <laughs> I read the article yesterday, and I'm like, Jewface is a thing in Hollywood. I never would have guessed. And they're going to absolutely eat their own now. I mean, Meryl Streep won an Academy Award for playing like some Polish refugee. Beautifully. I don't know what 
she was Polish, German, Russian. Sophie's Choice is an amazing film. Um, Warren Beatty represented like the Bolshevik Revolution or something. I don't know what he was. Reds was all about Russians. Not one Russian in it. Still great movies. What about Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man? Didn't have can't autism. Do can't do that again. Can you do that? I, I don't wonder. Know. That's a great question. Can uh, Rick, do you have to have autism to play autism? Because to me, that's not acting. That's just filming a guy. Yeah. Adrian Adrian uh, Brody must have been too busy. Adrian Brody's busy playing Pat Riley. By the way, doing a great job. At first, I'm like Adrian Brody is Pat Riley. Pat Riley is a great looking guy with a small nose. And I'm watching now, and now I barely see. Adrian Brody, he's doing awesome in winning time. It's a great show. That's really good acting when you start to become the person for me. The guy who's playing Magic Johnson is Magic Johnson. Now, I think of his face first before Magic. They do a good job acting. But the dude playing Magic Johnson looks so much like him. I'm like, this is easy for him. He, that's not as good at acting as what Bradley Cooper's going to do. I don't get it. I don't understand it anymore. I don't understand anything anymore. I get little people playing little people. I get black people playing black people. Like, you couldn't have a white guy blackfacing up for Martin Luther King role. That's not it. But Bradley Cooper putting on a little nose to look more like... Because he kind of looks like him without the nose. If you just add the nose... If they do a Howard Stern movie without Howard Stern, you think they're not going to add a nose? Dude's known for it. You know who else is? Bob Hope. You'd have to add a prosthetic nose because nobody's got a nose shaped like Bob Hope. If you ever did a movie about Bob Hope, you'd have to put a nose on it. Is that Hope face? I don't know what that is. There's all sorts of those movies. We'd have lost all of them with the stupidity of that. <laughs> Billy wants to know, can Lizzo play the next Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> no. But there'd be an argument. Uh, why not? Oh, we all know why not. Don't make me say it. But yeah, the word Jew face is now a thing, and the world of Brett Vesley and his friends celebrate. Hey, I never thought of that one. Good one. I didn't. No one did. But he's under fire now. <laughs> they did. I mean, again, they, they showed a couple of pictures side by side, and they've, you know, as he aged, as Bernstein got older, and I've seen like two photos of Cooper. And it's it's spot on. Yeah, the look. No, this guy, uh, this Scott Haynes says Bradley Cooper is such a good actor. He made Poker Face as good as the original Jew face, Barbara Streisand, <laughs> and the stars one. That's right. She took the place of Barbara Streisand. She's not Jewish. She played the role Barbara Streisand had. Shouldn't we had a? It had to be exactly the same, or it's if it's not exactly the same, it doesn't count. What about Johnny Depp playing Tonto? That's great. He and went through approval processes. And then they DNA tested him. Like got his card. Eight percent well, Indian. And in then his... they adopted him. The uh, basically, oh, that's uh, nice. Uh, yeah, they gave him a some tribe in Oklahoma made it okay because I, I guarantee you Disney goes here's a billion dollars tribe. Say Johnny Depp's an Indian. Okay, that's no problem. You got it, Whitey. <laughs> Johnny Depp is one of us. He shoots arrows. Johnny Depp acting skills fly high like eagle. I don't know if Ben Kingsley caught any heat for Gandhi. Should have. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be able to do it today. You'd have to have uh, an Indian do it. And Ben Kingsley was brilliant in Gandhi. Brilliant. Sam Rothstein from Casino yeah. is De Robert yeah. De Niro. His nickname in the movie, The Jew. Yeah. Ace, really. But still, they called him The Jew most of the time. 
You Jew, mother. Can't do that. <laughs> That's the line we're all thinking. Wait a minute. You gave me permission here, you Jew, mother. You. Like, wow, this is a, it's a good thing that guy's not really Jewish. This movie would have taken a turn. Anyway, it just doesn't make sense. But I, now I want to see the Leonard Bernstein thing and see if, like, well, that's a, that's a lot of Jew face they got going on there. There's been tons of movies where they added a prosthetic to make the person look more like the person they're playing, and nobody cared, and suddenly we care. And, and, and again, saying the words, you took a job away from a Jewish person in Hollywood is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Kanye's like, yeah, that, I've yeah. been telling you guys. <laughs> Old you. Yeah. Cheer, cheer. That's it, pla. What up, Mark? All right. If Kanye's on your side, you did it wrong. But, yeah, you're not taking jobs from Jewish people in Hollywood, period. There's a um, Jewish actress, Tracy Ann Oberman, known for her appearances on the Doctor Who. Yeah. She says if Bradley Cooper is able to play the elephant man without any prosthetics. Yes. He should be able to p- be able to play a Jewish man. Incorrect. Without any need of prosthetics. All right, look. The elephant man without prosthetics wasn't as good as the elephant man with prosthetics. The one with John Hurt is unreal because the prosthetics were so good. There was one without prosthetics? He did like a, a one-man show or a play or something. Oh, like that. It wasn't even. And he played the role, but he also tarted up pretty hard for that. Like he was slurring and he did a, he did a face. Is that Elephant Man face? So he, but Leonard Bernstein is a singular, singular individual with a very distinct look. Having to have a big nose doesn't mean it's a Jew nose. It's just a big nose. I got a big nose. I'm not Jewish. It's just, and that's that's where the racism is. Like, oh, you made him Jew face. Why? Because he's got a big nose. I'm like, that's what you're telling us not to say about Jewish people. No, Brando played the Don. He wasn't Brando's Italian. Brando's not Italian. No. We'd have lost the Godfather with this rationale. Neither's James Caan. That's right. We'd have lost Sonny and uh, the Don. It's unbelievable. Vito and Duval. Sonny. Right out. Yep. And Robert Duvall was told, he, he's not Italian in the movie. Either. He's the lawyer, right? He's, yeah, he's, but, but he's, Hagen is not Italian. No. Okay. They say it a lot. You can't trust him. But then, as the consigliere, you got to watch The Godfather again, Brady. Unbelievable. can't believe you said that. I'm sorry, Brett. I just thought he was Italian in the... You know what you're, you know what you're doing right Italian now? Italian lawyer. You're wop-facing. And I don't know why you're doing yeah. it. You're just, you know, Thanks, if you don't, if you Thanks, don't know, don't talk about it. Thanks, Kanye. <laughs> We've lost our minds. Acting is pretending. You're allowed to pretend to be other people. Bradley Cooper came. You know, Bradley Cooper pretended to be that bomb specialist. I bet you Bradley Cooper didn't know anything about bombs at all. Or the sniper. He was the sniper yeah, guy, sniper. right? Yeah, he was the sniper. He's never sniped a human being. He doesn't know what that's like. you got to get a real sniper to play that role. You're taking jobs from snipers. No, you're not. Acting. Acting. Yeah, Pacino was Tony Montana. He's not Cuban. He's not Cuban and can't do a Cuban accent to save his ass. But still, people went and they flooded that film. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, also not Cuban. Robert Loja, not Cuban. Everybody in that movie is not yeah. Cuban. The brother that gets chopped up in the not Cuban. What are you talking about, huh? Hey, a Cuba. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sold. Get your tiger. Let's ride. We'll give her another quail tree. She'll love you again in the morning. So what you got to do there, uh, Al, is say the word Jew instead of you, and that'll everybody will buy it. <laughs> you mean like, uh, hey, what you're doing? Exactly. Perfect. Roll them. <laughs> yeah, it, people are just getting fed up with everything. But this is ridiculous. But congratulations, Brett. Your folks have a new word, Jew face. <laughs> and then you can start rolling around.
And I know what Brett and his dad are going to do next time they're in a restaurant. Look at that. Who's that guy, Bradley Cooper over there? He's doing Jew face. <laughs> Just a guy with a big nose. That's what you're going to get. You brought it back. It's your own fault. You're cannibalizing your own uh, topics. Had you not said anything, no one would think of it. And no one would care. Maybe thought he looked like Leonard Bernstein. Yeah, maybe a few people with sticks up their asses will talk, but we used to shun them. We used to go, oh, you've got a stick up your ass. Bradley Cooper's a good actor. End of story. Now there's boycotts. Simple Jack. One of my favorite things ever. Tropic Thunder. I didn't even like Tropic Thunder that much. Simple Jack was the star of the show for me. And he got in trouble for being too mentally challenged. But in the movie, they're like, see, that was the problem. You went full retard. You can't do that. But they were making light of actors who do that kind of stuff. That, that The brilliance of Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder is how far actors will go to not be themselves. To try to win awards. It's, it's, a, it's a parody of acting. And they made it like, oh, he can't play a black man. He's not. He's making fun of a guy who would. That's the point of it. He's in blackface. Get over that. Pull the stick out of your ass. And laugh at what he's making fun of. How far he'll go. He's making fun of someone who would actually do this. But there's humorless people are all over the place. All over. And I don't know if you saw, uh, everybody's tired of it. The pilot on American Airlines the other day, his announcement is a perfect, like, synopsis of how we all feel in 2023, but we just don't know how to fight back. He comes up on the thing. Pilots always pop up and go, all right, just going to let you know. we got a third in the runway. We're about ready to take off, so... uh Flight attendants prepare for takeoff. Usually that's all you hear. Dude comes on and goes, All right, folks, uh, I'm your pilot. Rule number one do what the attendants tell you to do. There is a law about this, but as the captain, they represent my will, and my will is what matters. Rule number two overall, be polite and respectful. I shouldn't have to tell you that, but you people treat people the way you want to be treated. I have to say it every flight because people don't. You're selfish and rude, and we won't have it here on American Airlines. <laughs> wow. Then he goes, Stow your stuff. Don't lean on other people. Don't fall asleep on someone else and don't pass out on another person. Use your AirPods and headphones instead of playing videos so everyone else can hear them. Finally, for the passengers in the middle seat, you get both armrests. Enough said. We're out. We're leaving. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> this guy nailed it. He finally told the passengers, don't become my problem. I'm taking this bird as far as I'm taking it. Don't sleep on each other. Don't yell at anyone. Sit down. You're being asked on a plane to do nothing. Sit and shut up. You don't know how to fly it? Allow the professionals to do it. You don't know where the drinks are? Shut up, they're coming. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's morning sickness. Sit down and shut up. You're being asked absolutely nothing on a plane. Leave the guy next to you alone. He doesn't want to talk to you. He doesn't want to touch you. And I kind of agree that the middle guy gets both. You yeah, get he's the suffering left. already. Yeah, you get the left. The guy on the window seat gets the right. Dude in the middle gets both. That's the only gift he gets for being a middle seat. The pilot nailed it. And that should be an FAA rule that they say that to passengers every time. Don't become my issue. Be respectful of each other. I have to tell you that. You're adults. But I do. Every flight I have to think about, you know what? I got to remind them not to be children. You're literally being asked to do nothing on a plane. Put your things away. Don't touch anybody and sit down. We'll get you there. What's taking so long? How come we're still out here? Look, do you want us to just bash into other planes or do you want to do it the right way? Shut up. Air travel does suck. But when you're on the plane, 
Don't fall asleep on Brett. Don't fart, Brady. Be respectful of the others. Clinch it up. Don't poop. They should have that. I don't think they should have a facility on the plane for taking dumps. Now they're making them bigger. I know. It's just encouraging pigs. Sometimes you just can't help it. Yeah, you can. It's called a sphincter. Clinch it. If you had to poop that bad before the flight, you should have done it at the airport. They just have a whole, a non-defecating toilet seat on a plane. If you've ever taken a on a plane, you're a pig. And also, they provide bags for that. So take the bag in there, poop in that, lock it up, and put it in your stowed uh, baggage. And you carry that around for the rest of the day. Don't make it everybody else's problem. They don't let you go in your scarlet letter. Oh, I was sick. All right, they provide a sickness bag. That doesn't mean just puke. You get up and you put that under your butt and you poop in that thing. And you walk around as the pig you are pooping on planes. There's 150 people to think about. No pooping on a plane. But I had to. Use the bag. They should provide a little bag and a big bag. But that pilot nailed it. He's telling everybody, don't say. And if you, how, how, how come people don't get not to sleep on other people? How come, how can you not Lean over like they, they how nap can, jerk off yeah, and all of a sudden what? they bob over. The <laughs> nap jerk. Don't call it a nap <laughs> jerk off. What's a, if a dude's doing that, he's getting punched. Oh, that's, yeah. I, yeah. oh he head, meant an actual yeah. nap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you nap jerk off next to me in a plane, I'm going to wake you with a fist. <laughs> and not a good one. But how do you not feel that you're touching someone? How are you not? How are you so unaware of your girth and misery that you can't feel touching the stranger next to you? In every other anyone w- here happen? I've had a, I've had people fall asleep. Well, on no, me but I've, I've never fallen asleep no. and leaned over and all no. of a sudden I'm out on somebody. No, I'm. I, I've never. If I brush against the stranger next to me, I pull away immediately, like it's hot lava. You don't go banging into the stranger. You don't touch the stranger. Sometimes dudes, and they're just on somebody's lap, and they, they wake up drooling, looking at you like, sorry about that. Control yourself. Control yourself. If, you, if you've ever, here, I'll give you once, if you've ever fallen asleep on a plane and woken up leaning on a stranger, make a conscious effort not to fall asleep on the plane next time. You're, you're not trustworthy. If I sleep on planes, I, I end up in the lap of a stranger. Then don't sleep on the plane. Stop it. Be a human being. And the pilot has to tell you guys, please just be human beings. Be normal. Well, I don't want to be normal. If I, fall, if I fall asleep, it's not my fault if I lean on a guy. It is too. If you fall asleep and you can't control your body functions, don't sleep on the plane. It's a four-hour flight. What am I supposed to do? Not lean on the guy next to you yeah. for four hours. That's it. So all you're being asked, don't touch people. Sorry, I fell asleep. I downed my chicken curry I brought on the plane. <laughs> right. I'm, oh, and then man. fell asleep on <laughs> I crushed a bunch of, you know, slick Indian food in the airport. You know the reason there aren't any Indian airport food restaurants? Because they know you guys can't control yourselves. You'll f- crap all over the plane. The entire plane. Yeah. And if you took toilets, poop toilets, out of planes... Nobody would poop on a plane. Everybody'd make it. Everybody. I've never seen somebody mad that Brady don't 
I've never seen someone mad dash to the toilet on a plane. If they did, they're sick. Use the sickness bag. It's once in a million. There aren't so many. What do you do? Put a urinal on there then? Just a urinal. Okay. And for the ladies, kind of have to do some sort of a weird uh, reverse cowgirl straddle thing going on. But we'll get it, we'll get it figured out. But no, just there's just no hole for dumping. It's just a, it's a filtered drain. Preach on, brother. I'm preaching, baby. <laughs> some lady has to do some sort of birth straddle. I don't know what the hell they do. I don't know what's going on. Why don't you clinch it up too, ladies? But yeah, you get a, like a tube or something that they just kind of lean up against the hole and fire out. Yeah, no dumping on planes. I gotta go every once in a while. That means your sphincter's broken. You can't clinch it up. You were built in. You have a built-in feet. Flight attendants. See that door swing open. Of course. Ooh, you feel flight attendants. I feel so much better. Everybody now. in the front three rows. I've been on the front three rows when a Southwest Airlines pig went in there and goes, "Duh, we're flying to Vegas. It's an hour. You couldn't hold that. I really had to go. Your sphincter's broken. What are you doing to that thing? Clinch it up. That's not good for you. Yeah, but you seem to think being 400 pounds overweight's okay. How come I, all of a sudden you're concerned about your health? I just really enjoy unloading in a plane. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. If you can't help it, something's broken on your butthole. Everyone can help it, especially on a short flight, especially short flights. We'll start getting into the discussion and negotiation of a toilet for longer flights. But if we're going from San Diego to Phoenix, there doesn't need to be a toilet on there at all. Now, what about like Chicago? Three and a half hours. Bigger sickness bags. Okay. For the off chance, one person on that plane has to take a dump. That's three and a half hours. New York's five hours. Bigger sickness bags. Anything overseas will put a toilet on it. Overseas, uh, you know, double the amount of bathrooms, too. Yeah, they have they a ton of them, but you still shouldn't be dumping on them. But, they, but I'll tell you this. The Australia flight, you're on there for 16 and a half hours, and they feed you five times. Yeah, it's going to happen. Some of these people are going to be like, I'm gurgling, I'm gurgling. Look, a sickness bag, there's a couple guys are going to get up and do that. And I think that goes with the territory. You kind of expect, all right, some of these pigs aren't going to be able to hold it for 16 hours. You prepare. The pilot's right. Don't sleep on each other. If you ever woke up touching the guy next to you, stop sleeping on planes. Control yourself. If you've ever fought with a flight attendant, it's probably your fault. It's very rare that a flight attendant come up and push you in the shoulder and go, what's your f- problem? Like, they don't do that. Like, they can be rude sometimes. They want to. They, they, they want to punch you. Very rarely do they walk by and go, hey, asshole, you want to go? No, you're the one that's doing it. Maybe you said it in the initial speech. Didn't he talk about um, leave the chairs alone? Don't uh-huh. pull the pilot on the speech. Uh-huh. I thought he talked about leave uh, people's chairs in front of you alone. No, and- he didn't say anything about that. But it's a good rule. No, he basically just said be respectful. Don't be that guy. But I like American Airlines. Just That should be a FAA rule. You got to. You got to. I'm just, it's just ridiculous. And if you walk onto the plane in Jew face, expect a backlash. <laughs> if you're not an actor, that's where Jew face kicks in. If you're not an actor and you put on a prosthetic nose and pretend to be a Jew all day, you're doing Jew face. There goes my Groucho Marx. <laughs> what about that? He was Jewish. Can I wear Groucho glasses and still get a laugh? Cancel. Probably just from Brady, but still. What are you doing that Groucho Marx? I'm doing my Groucho Marx impression. Ah, see, that's what I do. Oh, you're Jew facing. Ah, I'm Groucho face. It's Groucho face. The Hitler mustache. No? If you're playing Hitler and you grow the little mustache, 
Are you Hitler facing? Yes. Because you want to look more like Hitler for the role. It makes sense to me. We need to start telling these people with sticks in their asses uh, that they're the problem and they need to go get f- That's it. I can't believe he's Jew facing. I can't believe you just said that. Go get f- you humorless idiot. Shouldn't a Jew have that role? Uh, when the credits roll, count the steins and golds. The Jews are fine. <laughs> the Jews yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jews are doing great in the Leonard Bernstein movie. I'm guessing Jews hired Bradley Cooper. What are you bitching about? I, I can. Dollars to donuts. There was a Jewish guy going, We've got to get Bradley Cooper for this. Put a nose on him. He'll look just like him. Who's complaining? Because it's going to make us money. <laughs> right, <if> they, <laughs> See, you've woken the beast. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? <laughs> All right, see if we have any Jews on here. Produced right, by Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg's the producer? Yeah. And he put I'll a Jew... Come on! This is a Spielberg production? You get a pass, then. He's the one putting the Jew nose on him. He handed out the Jew card to Bradley. Exactly. It would be like if, uh, if Dr. Dre wanted to do a movie about NWA, and he hired me. And he put me in brown makeup. He's like, this dude's the best for the job. You can't argue it anymore. Dr. Dre wants me to play Dr. Dre. Says it's produced by Spielberg and Martin Scorsese after winning the rights to the project over Jewish actor Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. Gyllenhaal would have been good, too. But I'd take Bradley over Gyllenhaal. It's a close battle. But Spielberg wants Cooper. And at last I checked, I think the phrase is the Jews run Hollywood, right? Right. He's running it and he wants Cooper in his movie. I bet you there were three or four different nose things, too, where Spielberg sat in the room and goes, not big enough. Make it bigger. <laughs> it's not Bernstein enough. I have a Bernstein nose. Are people going to accuse me? No. I'm going to be walking down the hallway with a Jew face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God damn it. They gave Brett ammunition. <laughs> it's so stupid. Spielberg's producing the movie. That's even worse. We, we have sticks in our asses. America's going to fall because of sticks in our asses. And when America falls with a stick in its ass, there's consequences. Oh, yeah. Pull the sticks out. Nobody's that mad about anything. Uh, Brett Guy. Right. Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. I was just in there yesterday checking out the uh, new e-bikes because it is e-bike season. We've been telling you about it. Pivot's got their new shuttle AM e-bike. Bigger battery, better bike, and um, and it's... Pretty badass. Plus, yeah. they got all the other e-bikes on uh, on Markdown right now, up to 30% off MSRP. So if you're looking for an e-bike, Action Ride Shop's the place. Hell, if you're looking for anything having to do with the bikes, including service, actionrideshop.com, or just go visit Josh and the boys on Gilbert Road in Southern. Yeah. And oh, lost my... Back on the bike, there. too. It feels good to be back on the bike. So it's going to be nice. It's under 105 for the rest of the week. That's riding weather. We're going to head out, I think, the week after next. So. Are you guys going out? Damn it. Double damn it. Now that there's no golf tournament, I was thinking about going up north with the bike. Let's do it. Eh, it might be a thing. We'll have to discuss this. All right. Uh, on the list here. Uh, well, the big show tonight is uh, Mudvayne, yeah. Cole Chamber. Uh, who else on that? Guar. Yeah, my uh, buddy Jason is pumped about this yeah. thing. He's, yeah, he was texting me yesterday. So we had tons of it. Uh, Mudvayne not falling. Uh, Happy from Mudvayne. Uh, Loco from Cold Chamber. And then we got uh, Avenged Sevenfold, Butthole Surfers, Rainbow Clutch. Clutch is playing tonight, too. Primus, Skinner, that smell for Toledo's ass. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's do some Mudvayne. All right. What do you want to do? Happy not falling. Both of them are good. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's go with uh, not falling. I heard okay. happy yesterday. Okay. Not falling's good stuff. Yeah, Mudvayne tonight. That's a good show. And they scooted it from yeah. the uh, amphitheater over to Arizona Federal. So if you haven't heard yet and you've got Mudvayne tickets, uh, you're no longer at the big pavilion. You're not sweating there. your ass off. Yeah, you're inside at the Arizona Financial Theater. They moved it, uh, and they said it was because of ticket sales, but you look online and it's almost sold out, which is, what, 5,000 people versus yeah. 11. So I guess that's why. And people don't want to stand outside in this heat. I don't blame them. Like, I don't think this is a mud vein problem. I think this is a, I'm not standing outside on a Wednesday night in this heat, just in case. Even a- though it won't a- be so C- bad. Federal Credit Union holds how many? About four or five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, that makes sense to me. And everybody's like, is mud vein can't sell tickets? Like, no, they can sell tickets. You don't put them on the surface of the sun and ask people to go stand in it. We're smarter than that. That's a hell of a show, too. And you want to get going. Butcher Babies, Nonpoint, Guar, Cold Chamber, Mudvayne. This is a big show. And if you got the uh, VIP tickets also, evidently, there's some stuff you can flanagle. Oh, really? Because there were some people complaining that I bought, like, the VIP super box package for this thing, and they're just moving me over. And I'm like, ugh. So, yeah, I guess you can call and start to manipulate things that way. I'm not sure what, but just know that if you're going to the show tonight, it's now. Work the angles. Uh, yeah, yeah, work the angles. AZ Federal Theater. Put it on the big nose and go get your money back. <laughs> hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 